0: What does an extremely productive or even just a little bit productive work block look like to you? I know what it looks like to me, but it didn't always look that way. I want to be able to show up to my work block with great intentions and feel like when I close my laptop and go back to my children, start cooking dinner, begin washing dishes and picking up the thousands of toys, going over homework with my oldest that I actually got something done, that I moved the needle, that tomorrow I'm not going to sit down to the exact same work, all the same parts of my project that I thought I was going to get done to today, and just do them tomorrow. I know what it feels like to waste time. Trust me, I'm just like you. I've got a lot of productivity hacks and tools, and I have a lot of systems, but I also know what it feels like to struggle I've watched my friends struggle, and today I'm going to give you the top three reasons why your work block is not productive as a work-from-home mom. Three simple things that you can start looking at today to make sure that when you go into a work block, you come out and you feel like you are on top of the world, or at least you just got a few tasks done that you intended to get done. What do you say? Let's jump into today's episode and find out exactly what they are. if you feel like you're watching life go by from a window on the Hot Mess Express, then it's time to roll up your sleeves, dig in, and get your life out of the chaos and into confidence. All right, I'm getting ready to set out on a new adventure. If you guys hang out with me over on Instagram, you will see me uh traveling and going to do fun things. This has been such an incredible adventure being a business owner and a work from home mom. And as I sat down to reflect on the notes for this episode and really looking at the top three reasons why your work block isn't productive, I looked back on all the work blocks that I've had over the past two and a half, almost three years, two and a half years of doing this work and trying to figure out, you know, what has made my work block productive. I just sat down with um, a lady today and just talking over some things and I was a part of her program and she was like you're just such an action taker and she was like some of the results that you've gotten have been really derived from your ability to make things happen to to work and that doesn't always happen for other people. But I want you, because you're listening to this podcast, to be able to do that. I want you to have a productive work block. And if you're like, what's a work block? Then I have really great news for you. If you go to chelseajo.co, click on free at the top. I have two workbooks and a workshop. The time blocking workbook will give you all of the information that you need to get started on time blocking. And that's kind of the premise of one of the things that we're talking about today. So make sure you snag that chelseajo.co and then click on free at the top and then grab the time blocking workbook. Once you get through that, please make sure that you do Go through the other workbook, which is for your fundamental needs, and then absolutely make sure that you watch the workshop. The workshop is what makes all of the pieces that I talk about here on the podcast come together. It teaches you exactly how all of these moving parts fit together and how to be productive in home and successful in home and business. But today we're just going to break down these top three reasons why your work block isn't really working. <laughs> and we're just going to dive in with number one. So get your pen and paper out and uh let's go ahead and take some notes on here. So number 1, the the biggest reason why you're not productive when you sit down to a work block is because you're still using to-do lists. A to-do list is like it's like the starting point, you know, it's I teach how to use a brain dump, right? And that is a form of a to-do list. It's an organized to-do list. It's a prioritized to-do list. If you haven't listened to that yet, you can go back and listen to it. It's in the archives way back in the very beginning of the history of these episodes. So just scroll all the way back and you'll be able to listen to it. And it's a great place to start. But if we're talking about you as a work from home mom, whether you run your own business, a side hustle, you're in network marketing, or you work for someone else and you're working from home, you absolutely should not be using a to-do list it's clouding your brain with a ton of things to do. There's no system to that. There's no predictability. There's no way for you to know and understand all the things that have to be done over and over and over again in your business every single week that you should not be holding in your head anymore. Like that's absolutely ridiculous that you're trying to challenge yourself to remember all of the tasks that have to get done. And then you're writing lists over and over and over and over again. It's just not efficient and it is not going to be effective. If you've never written a list and that's your first step, then yes, go there as your first step, right? It's okay to try it, but to function in that mentality, if that is your system and that is your process, that would be the first thing that I would say has got to go. All right, number two, if you have moved past to-do lists and you're using a workflow, Here's the problem. You're not using an organized and simple workflow. Whether you have a checklist or you have Google Docs in 15 places, or you have all the Asana boards and all the Trello boards. I can't tell you how many people have Asana and Trello boards and they're useless. They're absolutely pointless. They don't even function. They build them because it makes them feel good, right? And then they never get back in and they never use them. Or if they are in there, it looks like their inbox with 8,000 unread emails and none of them are folded or filed. And it's just a haystack. So finding where you left the last note, let alone trying to outsource it to people or systemize what you have to do every week is just an absolute like mess. And that is not productive. It's not efficient. It's not effective. It makes you feel like you're doing things, but you're not actually getting anything done. And that's probably why at the end of your work block, you feel like you didn't really move the needle on anything. You haven't made much progress because you've just been trying to find the notes that you attached somewhere 15 clicks deep in an Asana or Trello board. Okay. I choose to use Meister Task. M-E-I-S-T-E-R Task dot com. It's the exact same kind of project management tool that Asana and Trello are. They have a free version. It is slightly more limited than Asana and Trello. It does give you full access to all most all of their features for free, but only up to four projects. Now if you want to pay for it, it's only eight bucks a month and then you get unlimited projects. The reason why I choose to do it is because or choose to use that program is because it is unbelievably simple, clean, crisp, clear, very organized, just a lot of negative space. There's not a thousand layers deep inside of one card. If you don't know what I'm talking about, that's totally fine. Go to meistertask.com and just plug in your name and your email address, set up a password and start with a project. Now, if you don't want to waste the time, you don't want to watch YouTube videos, which I'll just tell you right now, I've watched all the YouTube videos for how to build a workflow and they don't work (laughs) unless you have that person's exact business, which that's very hard. If you don't want to waste your time with all of that, just pop inside of the Academy. It is worth its weight in gold for even just this portion of it, let alone everything else that you get inside to be able to systemize your home, your time management, your fundamental needs, to get your mindset where it needs to be so you can actually succeed and stop feeling pulled in all directions and then all the communication systems that it gives you for you in your marriage. This is what the bread and butter of Tier 2 teaches is how to have an effective workflow. One of my best friends is in the industry um, of online business, has a podcast, A lot of you know Stephanie Gass and I've been working with her and her workflow and she's an incredible business owner, but some of the small tweaks that I was able to make to her workflow have totally like lit her up and made it so much more fun and really much more effective for her to be in her workflow. It's taken it to a whole nother level and that's really what I'm trying to say here is get inside of your workflow, get it organized, start grouping your tasks, stop giving yourself so many cards. It's not another to do list. It's a task management software. It's a platform to be used as a tool. And for me, my workflow always starts with a to do column, an in progress column, and then a done column or finished, whatever you want, right? And then I have all of my other columns for all of my things. I have an events column, I have meetings and I have my doc where things that I'm not using currently, but I know I will need to get to. Um, I have my monthly tasks and to do's, right? So things that I have to do over and over again. And then just what I'm doing by each quarter and my goals all broken down in there. So this is what I want you to look at is how well is your workflow functioning for you? Does it sound a lot like what I explained at the beginning of this, where it's just a mess? And if so, get in there and clean it out. And if that's too frustrating for you, obviously we have the support and we can help you with that um, inside of the academy. That is a great place for you, chelseejjoe.co backslash academy, and we can dive right in. We have group calls, we screen share, I look at people's workflows. All of the time, they drop links to their workflow. I open up, literally, will open up your workflow from my computer at my house, and I will give you feedback on what to change on your workflow. Like that is how supportive the Academy is. So, if you're really struggling, really, really struggling with how to get your work done inside of your work block, please, please, please reach out and let us be that specific kind of help that you need. All right, here's number three. The third reason your work block isn't really working. (sighs) You guys, it's because you're not taking the time to sit down and plan your week out before you figure out what your tasks are going to be. You're just running into your week without specific strategic plans in place on when you're going to be doing what and what you're going to be doing when. So every single week I sit down and I look at, here's my calendar for my family. I'm now doing this on Fridays, even though it's still called a Sunday sit down. It's technically my weekly planning. (laughs) It's fun. And sometimes when I get really backlogged, I'm doing it on Saturday or Sunday. But neither here nor there, I'm always planning out my family's fundamental needs with Blaine either via text while he's at the fire station or we're doing it from home when we're sitting next to the pool or when we're sitting on the couch together or if we're just chilling in bed and we're just hanging out having a conversation like we are always at some point between Friday and Sunday doing this together we're looking at what our week looks like i'm asking him what are your to-dos for the week how much time for you do you need for them we're looking at where are we at on our zone cleaning? Are we up to date? Did we not do last week? Do we have to do two in one week? We're going through all of our fundamental needs we're getting them put in the calendar. All of our appointments are getting put in the calendar. And then is my work blocks. Where are my work blocks for this week? Where do I want to be showing up for my children? Like literally, where do I want to show up for them? Do I want to volunteer? Do I want to be at the swim meet? What does my week look like? I am full on mom mode every opportunity that I get but I'm also working. And so I know I need time for that. And so it's like, okay, fundamental needs are in place. Well, gym I went at this time. Well, I have meetings at this time and I puzzle piece it together. And I look at my workflow I look at my work blocks and then I look at my workflow and now I'm able to go in and I open up my workflow for the week and I tag all of my tasks with a specific day. If I only have two hours on Monday, you better bet your buttons. I'm not going to be putting into my brain four hours worth of work that needs to get done. That's just asking for a really horrible Monday (laughs) or horrible Tuesday or Wednesday or Thursday. Don't do that to yourself. Look at what your week has going on before you set up your work blocks, before you fill out all of the information that you have to do that week. Whether you're still stuck in to-do list mode or if you have a full-blown workflow, it's so important that you make sure that you have your week established before you start planning out your work for the week. All right, Which one are you? Which one is like your kryptonite? Like what is going to be the hardest thing for you to stop doing? Is it the one? Is it the two? Is it the three? If you could tell me right now, just say it out loud. I want to know about it. You can send me a DM on Instagram or where I'd really love to hear from you is over inside of the Facebook group. So just remember that today's resources for this podcast episode, one was the free time blocking workbook, chelseajo.co.com and then click on free at the top. And then if you are full on ready to get the support that you know that you need and that we provide, you can come hop into the Academy. It's open for you. Check out the details at co backslash Academy. All right, friends, I will look forward to seeing you back here on another episode of the Systemize Your Life podcast. Hey, before you go, if today's episode was meaningful to you, I know it will be for others. So please, head over to iTunes, subscribe, then leave a review so more women can join our community too. And did you know that you can have an incredible impact on the women in your life? That's right. All you have to do is share what you learned today. Take a screenshot of this very podcast, tag me and post it in your stories.